0: Hey friends, Stephanie Panay here from The Realty Deal and thank you so much for tuning into this podcast series I want to share with you about sustainable housing and how you can make your house more sustainable. So I'm going to break this podcast down into a handful of different episodes because there's a lot of information. So basically we're talking about sustainable and I just want to give you guys the description of that. It's an adjective. It means conserving an ecological balance by avoiding depletion of natural resources. So our fundamental commitment to sustainable development would be an example, using it as a sentence, and that's what I want to use it for our life ongoing in the future because y'all know global warming is a real thing. Let's not go down this road and let's individually do our part to make more sustainable world. And that starts with the roof over our heads or shelter. So in the first episode here, I want to talk about the location. Now, If you know me, you know that I'm based out of the Hamilton-Burlington area and I bought a place up in Muskoka, and I want to make that place up in Muskoka off the grid. My dream has always been to live off the grid. I am a total tree hugger, love nature so very much, which is why I'm doing these courses to learn about green housing. And when we're talking about location, we're talking about you, your lifestyle, what you want and where you choose to live, it makes a big difference in your overall impact and cost and if you're is already set then you just work with that but if you are choosing a new location let's consider these factors let's talk about country versus city because I mean I love my little place in the country I mean if you have kids they can run around in nature having some land it can give you the opportunity to plant a garden and grow some food gardening is so good for your health and well-being it increases your quality of life and it does reduce the environmental impact the environmental impact of shipping food as well right so lots of pros to living in the country disadvantages of country living is the distance right the access to services so your travel time your footprint and cost will be larger because the place you need to go will be farther away and public transit is unlikely to be available I know in my cottage there's no uber that comes there so living in an urban area like a city or a small town it brings you closer access to services and people you know it'll reduce your travel time your costs and your risk of isolation so <clears throat> if you live in a place where at least some of your important daily destinations are close enough to bach or what or walk or bike you'll have a smaller travel imprint uh sorry footprint and cost so think about your work school friends sports library of course medical care is a big one So think about how close you have to be and um, that's going to, you know, location matters to the sustainability of your house. So those are some things to consider when you're shopping for your house in the country versus the city. Now, if we're talking about a big house versus a small house, I mean, what's the best choice for you? Generally, the less space built per person, you're going to have the lower environmental impact and cost per person. The teeny house movement is so popular today and when you're talking about these measurements, the keywords are per person, right? If you took a hundred tiny houses and stuck them together, you'd have an apartment building and the apartment building will win for sustainability because being clustered together saves a ton, many tons of energy and it also saves on exterior finish, wall space, mechanical systems, heating energy and land as well. So think about how much square footage you need and the impact of your home size on your sustainability goals everybody's different (laughs) speaking of apartment buildings let's talk detached versus shared you know the apartment building example it shows sharing walls just like duplexes townhouses condos apartments i mean it in it reduces the impact it reduces the cost of building and if it's designed well for social interaction, then common spaces like a shared garden or a workshop space can increase the happiness, of course, and your social resilience by encouraging people to get to know each other, calling each other for help. You can borrow tools, eggs, ice cubes, whatever from each other. That's a sign of a healthy community, right? And unfortunately, a lot of apartment buildings do not foster this kind of networking just because they don't have vision or you know a natural idea for inspiring these spaces so i mean if we look towards vancouver there's there's a lot of co-housing developments that are fixing that by including these beautiful common spaces in their developments like these rooftop gardens stuff like that sometimes a gym doesn't count it anymore and heck we're not even allowed to use them during these COVID times so you can create this do-it-yourself shared community you can go in and together with friends families neighbors and uh even if you wanted to buy a duplex or a triplex or a fourplex to live in you can do this with your friends or with your family so if you do want that um lifestyle then i'd say let's look into those options of how can you all share one roof very sustainable now, we're talking about existing houses versus new buildings. Land is is very important and expensive, right? So if you can make use of an existing building, you can preserve the existing building and you can prevent literally tons of, new, of building material from becoming waste, right? <clears throat> On the other hand, creating this new building, it gives you opportunity for more design, possibly more energy efficiency. So, A term worth knowing is embodied energy. That's all the energy it took to make the building materials that are in your home. Embodied energy, it has a cost to the environment and to your pocketbook. So using an existing building, save tons of embodied energy. On the flip side, operational energy, which is the energy it takes to heat, cool, and run the place. It can add up to more than the embodied energy over the long lifetime of a building. So good energy performance is important. And from an ecological perspective, using an existing building it and giving it a major renovation and insulation upgrade, that could be the best environmental choice. So let's talk about renovating an older home. I know all about older houses, working in Hamilton for so long. Look at Uh, tearing down or renovating a house you want to look at the numbers on that and if you are thinking about renovating then talk to me first because it depends on your goals let's also talk about solar energy access because whether you're renovating or building new access to sunlight it does give you a big advantage so in cold climate places like where we are here in canada an ideal site for a solar home would be you know gradual south facing slope with a clearing south of the housing and trees to the north to protect from the wind right so you're going to want clearing on the south and trees to the north so in the southern atmosphere you know you switch directions if you don't have an ideal site you can work with what you have you just might need more insulation so before you go solar i do have connections in the solar industry if you're wondering if your if your home is ready for solar power and you know, look into landscaping for energy reduction. If you have lots of trees, that's gonna cool your house. If you want more warmth, you might want to cut them down. So depends where you are, but there are multiple solar-powered options and products to cut back your home's energy uses, so absolutely worthwhile to take a look at those. So that's just a highlight. That's gonna be our first episode of our sustainable housing podcast. So consider if you wanna if your lifestyle allows you to work in the country versus the city. And if you do want a big house or a small house, because obviously it's going to take more money for a big house ongoing and initially, are you okay with sharing accommodation, sharing a roof with someone, whether that's a semi, a duplex, a triplex, or an apartment building? Or do you want your own house, detached house? Think about renovating an existing building versus buying new, lots of pros and cons to both. And your solar energy access think about if you already do have a location if that's going to jive with the sun <laughs> so if you guys need any insights to doing these renovations or ideas or building and planning um, or even finding a new location that you can build or buy your dream house on then let me know happy to reach out training real estate anywhere in ontario and stay tuned for our next podcast episode in this series which is going to be design so we're definitely going to talk about some basic principles of design to make your house more sustainable so thanks so much for listening and hope to see you guys soon